Welcome to the podcast of New City Church. We hope this podcast inspires you on your journey of inward and outward transformation. Please join us on Sundays. You can find more information on our website, grownewcity.church. God bless you. I saw a tweet the other day. It said, dang, today was wild. I'm going to Postmates myself a big old dinner tonight and make myself feel better. Me every single day since March 11th. Relatable, right? Life is hard right now, y'all. But it's pretty incredible that we live in a world where we can have pretty much anything we want delivered to our front door within 24 hours or less. Like, do you also sometimes order so many things you forget what you purchased by the time it arrives? Like, Hmm, I remember ordering that ergonomic back support pillow, but that came earlier today. And I already received those three new books that I'm telling myself I'm going to read. So I can't possibly imagine what could be in this package. Oh, right. It's that SpongeBob SquarePants dog collar I bought yesterday. If you have even the smallest impulsive bone in your body, this world is hella dangerous. These days, it's impossible to avoid the creepy tentacles of consumerism all around us. You'll be scrolling through Instagram, and that sock brand your friend told you about the other day suddenly is appearing on your feed. Features like instant delivery and online fulfillment just make spending money way too easy. This Sunday's text challenges this way of living, though. It says, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is anything excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. Now, the Greek word used here is an accounting term that means take account of or consider like making an inventory. And a few weeks back, Tyler challenged us to do an account of our personal finances. How many of y'all did that? I'm wondering how many of us in that checkup were made aware of some rather unpleasant spending habits we may have discovered we have. Was it just me? I hope not. But hey, I'm not here to throw shade, y'all. We're all out here just trying to survive, right? Especially in these stressful and overwhelming days of pandemic and election and winter, it's hard not to seek some sort of solace in that online shopping cart. We panic and we purchase. It's easy for this hyper-consumerism to slip into the ways we think about caring for ourselves. Like, I may not have seen a single vegetable this week, but I'm gonna order Domino's tonight because Hashtag self-care, or this swimsuit is definitely going to make me feel better about my body, so click purchase. Or this Instagram influencer has so many nice little posts about mind-body wellness, I'm going to buy their book and definitely never read it, but still feel like I did something for myself, hashtag self-care. But true self-care is not bought. It is practiced. It is a discipline. In this passage, Paul tasks us with taking account of what is good in our lives, 
What are the ways we can find pleasure in what we already have? How do we wake up to greet each morning with a sense of wonder and excitement rather than dread? And y'all, if anyone could be asking these questions, it was Paul. See, he wrote this letter from prison and still he finds things to take account of. In this letter, he celebrates the Philippians for their partnership in advancing the gospel, and he testifies about his joy in the coming day of Christ. Most significantly, Paul delights in God's love for us, something we already possess. What could be more true, honorable, just, pure, pleasing, commendable, excellent, or praiseworthy than the love of God. Yet all too often, we deny and reject the love God has for us. Instead, we allow our minds to dwell on our fears of rejection, our shortcomings and failures, our anxieties about the state of the world. And then we attempt to self-soothe with empty material things or efforts to hit an affirming number of likes. All the while, we deny God's love by refusing to truly, deeply love ourselves. Fellow saints, if we truly believed in God's unconditional love for us, how would our lives be different? How would we love ourselves differently? Would we still succumb to despair about the upcoming election? Would we insist on working ourselves to the bone to prove our worth to ourselves and those around us? Would we still lose ourselves in scrolling through our social media feeds looking for some sort of external validation? Would we still be desperate to hide our wounds, our mistakes, our shortcomings from our communities? Would we still seek out numbing pleasure from material consumption? I think Paul calls us to something different here. I think God is calling us to something different, something truer, something better. You see, fam, this passage asks us to take into account who we are as beloved of God and to dwell on the things we already have around us. We are called to take into account, to consider, to dwell on the goodness that is already in our lives. The goodness of the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. These times are hard, saints. It's why we've made this sermon series about creating a survival kit to make it through this year in one piece. And an essential part of that survival kit is creative self-care practice. And that doesn't have to mean spending any money. Instead, we're going to get creative. We're going to get playful. We're going to use our imaginations to help us not only survive, but perhaps find some life amidst this time too. So here are some ideas. Cook. Make some soup from ingredients you already have in your fridge and pantry. Eat and savor each bite, paying attention to its look, smell, taste, and texture. Read. 
pick up a book from your shelf rather than buying three new ones off of Amazon. Relax, take a warm bath or shower and give yourself time to luxuriate in the smells and sensations. These are just a few ideas and I'm excited to announce that one super fun way that we can rediscover joy together this week is that New City is hosting our first ever Spirit Week. And because we're New City and because we're corny, we're calling it Holy Spirit Week. Since the pandemic, it's been a real bummer to not get to see you all in person and to witness the unique style each one of you has. So this will give us a chance to reconnect and to share in a creative, joyful practice together. So each day this week, there will be a theme for you to plan your outfit around. Share it on social media, tag us, and we'll reshare for the whole community. This Spirit Week challenge is a way you can take a literal inventory of your closet, especially if you didn't during our Healing the Space sermon series. You can rediscover things that bring you joy and share them with the rest of our community. I did a Spirit Week challenge near the beginning of this pandemic, and it truly was one of the most joyful and community-building experiences I've had in the past few months. We definitely have some fashion mavens among us. I'm looking at you, Mayada, and you, Tree. But this challenge is for everyone. Get the kids in on it, too. It'll be a sweet way to bring joy to ourselves and to each other. So if you're excited about this challenge too, write in the comments which day you are most pumped for. We've got Monochrome Monday, Trendsetter Tuesday, Winter Wear Wednesday, Thrifted Thursday, and Fancy Friday. You can find more information about Spirit Week by following our Facebook and Instagram accounts at Grow New City. I want to close now by rereading our scripture for today. Would you just close your eyes and let it sink over you? May this be our prayer and our benediction together. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, Rejoice! Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. Amen.